0: Hello, welcome to the Irish NFL show. Against the odds, weekly betting segment sponsored by PointsBet.ie. Uh, again, Christina, welcome to the show this morning. Thanks for having me, Brian. Great to be back with you this week. I didn't take time out to reflect on our picks last weekend, but I think we had a mixed a mixed bag again, um, especially in the last game. You went Commanders, I went. Yeah.
1: But last week was a complete mixed bag. It was a case of, you know, a lot of teams were playing very crappy at the start and then all of a sudden it was like warp speed in the last quarter, quarter and a half, complete turnaround to how it was at the start of the game where we all were kind of going, not again.
0: Yeah, you're right. I mean, you think about we, we previewed the Bengals-Bucks game last week and we went for the Bengals, they did win, they did cover. We went for the minus three and a half, but at halftime at 17 and 3 I was saying to myself, is there, a, is there a recovery in this game? But the Bengals in the second half with four turnovers, a turnover off a punt, they completely changed the whole game. First time Brady has lost a game in his career where he's been up by 17 points, it was a huge win on there. Thankfully, we came at the right side of him from a betting perspective.
1: Yeah, but I definitely think you know it was one of those elements where a lot of Brady fans in particular were like, is this Tampa back? Is this Brady back? Is this how it's going? And then, true to the favour of what's been going on, it came in and Bengals and Joe Burrow just turned that around completely. And it was a really, really good game. But equally, it can be said about the Raiders, it can be said about all the games that took place last week. It was very much, and the Broncos game, wildcard games, I really feel there were wildcard games.
0: Yeah, it certainly was a big weekend last weekend, some crazy results. We We recovered, we recovered on Monday with a uh, a review of all the games, it was an entertaining show uh, in particular for pa- Patriots fans, as, as you know yourself after what happened in Vegas. But as they say, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, so maybe we'll leave that there. Um, as always, we take our odds for each game from points bet. Please check your own local odds, as they may uh, differ at the time of recording. Um, okay, first game, and it is back to the Patriots. It's the Patriots uh, at home, uh, coming off the loss against the Raiders last weekend against the Bengals, as we touched on there. One in Tampa. Going up to face Tom Brady's old team in the New England Patriots. Uh, the line for this game is three and a half points, minus three and a half. Very similar to last week. Nine to 17 to win the game. In fact, it's the exact same odds in which we saw last week. It's the exact same handicap, minus three and a half for the Bengals. Page is getting points at home. We've seen that a few times this season. What's your thoughts on this game?
1: I think it's interesting, um, for sure. Bengals and Pats have actually met. This is their 16th time meeting. Pats have won nine of the 16 games. It's been amazing. Um, I really would like to say that we're going to win, but we're not. It's 100 percent going to be the Joe show. It's going to show how terrible our offense has been for the whole year. Everyone has been very, very vocal about it. It just seems to be that our our words are falling on deaf ears right there in Foxborough, which is really depressing. Um, I definitely think that it's going to be more than three points. So I really do, I think we're just going to be
0: slaughtered 100%. That's a big statement, to be slaughtered. Again, you, look, you've touched on it there and it's a common theme for people who discuss the Patriots, whether you're a fan of the Patriots or not. We spoke about it on the show earlier in the season with Colin Whitmark around this dual combination of, of Colin plays between Joe Judge and Matt Patricia. And I think Bill, Bill Belichick has referred to it a couple of times now that it's something he would be looking at at the end of the season. He's not going to blow it up during the season, but it, it hasn't worked. The inconsistencies are there to see. Like last week in the first half against the Raiders, they didn't do anything on offense. They, they, they were they had an inability to run the, get, run the ball, and then obviously try to pass the ball. Mac Jones over the past few weeks, you touched on it. He's been very frustrated on the side now. We actually had a decent chance with running the ball last week. I kind of seen some elements of, are we
1: seeing a bit of light at the end of the tunnel? But that was snapped back right away. But what's interesting is that Joe Burrow cannot run the ball. He relies really on passing yards and that's how good he is. So I think that's going to be one of the, the stories that we're going to see this week for sure. But I also think that oh, Belichick needs to step up next year 100% and take control. I've been screaming from Matt Patricia. every week that he has to go. He has to go 100% because we just can't do it anymore. You lose your shine after a while, and Pats have lost that shine this year. Equally, all their fans are very frustrated on social media all week. It was really interesting to see over the weekend, in particular, game play the whole way through. Um, And I definitely think we all just feel that it's going to be a very, very high-scoring game for the Bengals, and they're going to clinch the NFC North.
0: Yeah, high-scoring. and. The, uh, this game kind of reminded me of earlier in the season when they played at home to the Ravens, the Patriots played at home to the Ravens the Patriots played well, they lost the game in the end, Lamar Jackson had a great game but it was a very high scoring game and probably a lot more points than people would have thought going into that game and I see similarities to this game, I think this game will go over like, the over number is 41 and a half in this game it's quite low I would, I, you know, bearing in mind how well the Bengals offense has been playing recently um, you'd imagine they'd be putting up 27 to 30 points You're, you'd expect the Patriots to at least be able to put up 13 to 14 points, maybe a little bit more, so uh, it's an over for me, I think we're both aligned, we feel that the, the Bengals will win this game, uh, as I said, uh, press on with the, the AFC North and their sights, and potentially even the 2 seed or the one seed, depending on other results over the over the next few weeks, so uh, big game for the Bengals, and look, it is a big game for the Patriots, they're not out of hunt yet, albeit they lost last weekend, there's still only one game out of the AFC wildcard race, they do have to play the Dolphins again, so, like, there's a possibility they could turn them over and that would flip things up. Yeah, you know? but they got to get a win this weekend. But again, it's a difficult one. So, I think we're allowing Bengals to win this game cover and over 41.5 points. Moving on to the next game. Um, bit of a strange one, really, because it's Sunday night football. It wasn't flexed. I think maybe it was because of the Christmas games. Lobby moved to Christmas Eve, they decided to leave this one. Uh, two teams that are hanging on, potentially looking to get into the playoffs, but the passing results go. Again, some recently which has kind of impacted the air. Hanging on by the coattails. It's the Las Vegas Raiders having won the crazy game last weekend against the Patriots. Going into Pittsburgh, played the Pittsburgh Steelers Sunday night football. Going into Christmas Day, quarter past one in the morning. The Raiders are getting plus three points. Steelers are home, favourites, minus three. The total, again, a low number, over 39 points. And the odds are quite tight in terms of who's going to win the game from points bet. It's 5-4 to four, the Raiders and 9-13 the Steelers. It's a difficult one to call, Christine.
1: You know what? Steelers are at home. It is 50 years this weekend since the Immaculate Reception. And out of all the news that came out over the last two days, the person who would have been celebrating it unfortunately will not be here to celebrate it anymore, Franco Harris. I think that's going to give the Steelers a bit more push to go on and win this game it's actually a big game for them at home it's coming to Christmas it's coming up to New Year and I definitely think you'll see Watt performing just doing what Watt does Kenny Pickett is back as well which is another plus he's been very questionable all week and that's why I've decided to go with the Pittsburgh Steelers for this week we are not telling the Steelers fan that here at home because I don't want him to get a big head
0: and you don't want to jinx it either
1: no, I don't. But I really don't think the Raiders are going to be able to do it this time. I really don't.
0: It's a strange one I, could, I see everything as to why you would think the Steelers win. The the, the momentum was there, having gone to Carolina last weekend and won in a game if they weren't favorites. Mike Tomlin is a fantastic coach. He doesn't want to finish the season with a losing record. It would be the first time in his career as, as a head coach. And the Raiders are so up and down. You just genuinely, even Raiders fans say you don't know what you're going to get from one week to the next. I mean, last week. They did what they do all season. They do great big leads. And it looks like the game is over, and then they find ways to let the opponent back in. And they go on the road, and sometimes they they go and they stinkers in New Orleans where they were blown out. They didn't put up any points in that game. <clears throat> they then they have two games on the road in Denver and Seattle week week back to back weeks, and they win in overtime, and they put up huge yards, and Josh Jacobs put up huge, huge yards. The Steelers' run defence has been concerning over the past while. The fairness they played really well last weekend. They held a three-headed monster in Carolina down. I thought that would have been the impact on the game. I thought the the Panthers would have found a way to run the ball efficiently. But over the course of the past four to five weeks, it has been difficult for them. And Josh Jacobs, for me, this is the game that will suit him. He will run up and down the field on this Raiders' defence. And I'm going to take the points. I'm going to take the Raiders to cause the upset and ruin... Well, should be a great night to honour certain people. Obviously, Franco Harris, who passed away this week. So um, mm-hmm. there we go. I'm taking the Raiders. Um, the over/under is a low one, 39.5. and a half. It's probably reflective of how inconsistent the Steelers' offense has been, more so than the Raiders this because the Raiders can't put up points. But bear in mind, they're on the road. 39.5 and a half is it, is it a fair number. Do you think it's low?
1: Well, I actually, so Steelers' offense is one of the lowest in the league. It's actually ranking a 27th right now in the league, um, which is really, really interesting. But I actually think there's going to be a 38-point game. I thought it was one extra point higher than what I thought it was going to be, to be honest with you. I think it's going to be one of those games where it's going to be quite low in scoring. The push will be interesting and the play calls will be great. But I don't see it going past 39. I actually think it's 38 points.
0: It's not even a half point you're getting. There's no hook on this one. It's a flat 29. Yeah. Um, it strikes me as a 23-20 type of game, 24-21, and that would put it into the over. So uh, I'd look to see more aggressive football, which leads to extra points. So i will go over, but I, I can see, as to why you would think that it's the kind of game where we could see offense being shut down for large parts and then maybe it, the odd score takes the game away. So you're saying 38. so you'd be looking at... Eight, I think
1: it's going to be almost an 18-13 game, really. Not much right. in the difference at all. Um, I've actually written down, though, what we both think, so we'll see what comes out of it next week.
0: Right, so Raiders... I can't deal with
1: these I told you so type things, though, Brian. I can't.
0: <laughs> Raiders, for me, over points, under for you and Steelers to win the game. And cover the three, yeah? Yeah, definitely covered three. Okay, that's the Sunday Night Football taken care of. We're going to take a Christmas Day. We're going to change our, our structure. We normally do Monday night football, but uh, we're going to take a Christmas <laughs> Day game. Just bear in mind, there's three Christmas Day games this year, um, all live on Sky Sports. Um, we're going to go with the six o'clock game, which is a big one. Um, it's the Green Bay Packers having won on Monday night against the, against the Rams. And I've had some pa- Packers fans this week going through the permutations, which would lead to them being in the playoffs. They have a 4.99% chance of making the playoffs based on the percentage ratio that the league are, p- are introducing giving these team a number, they are four point nine percent. They need a lot of teams to go their way, but yet they still believe, and they're going into play against the Dolphins team that are in the playoff spots. They're now in the seventh spot, having lost last weekend again, third game in a row. But I thought it was a disservice last week. I thought the Dolphins played really well in Buffalo and in that difficult game in difficult conditions, and I felt that it was one that they let slip. And they're going into this game. The line has moved quite a lot this week, but we're working on the basis of it is Miami Dolphins minus four and a half points. With the Packers getting four and a half, four and a half point favourites of the Dolphins. The over-under is a lot higher than the two that we just discussed. It's 49 and a half. Um, I imagine the weather should be fine for this game. So I don't think there's any uh, weather impact on, on the line. Which is why it's reflective of 49 and a half. And then Green Bay are just short of six to four. 33 to 20 to win the game. Miami Dolphins one to two on to win the game. It's a big game for both. Um, Dolphins in particular really need to keep this game. Bearing in mind the Jets and the, and the Patriots are sitting behind them in the, the wild card race. Your, your initial thoughts on this
1: one? I think it's a really good game, this matchup this week. And what's interesting is Green Bay are really holding on. They have three really tough matchups coming up. They've got this one, Minnesota, and they also have the Detroit Lions. That's going to be an interesting one. They're also relying on a lot of factors within the games themselves, with everybody else playing over the next few weeks to be able to clinch a win or be able to hold on to be able to get into the wild card. I actually, though, i am favoring Miami. Miami are at home. They've got a lot more to lose than what Green Bay do they want to go ahead they need to win this game for sure what's interesting is i've actually only have them down by a field goal um to win whereas i know that you're going to come back with something else which is probably going to be green bay to win
0: no i am no absolutely not this is one game i spoke to a number of people this week where i'm really really confident in the home team um green bay have even the games with the packers have won recently they haven't been convincing i mean they're, they're playing against the rams team on monday night they're missing a huge amount of players, and it took them till to late in the fourth quarter to put the game away. I was impressed with their run game on Monday night. Um, AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones came back from an ankle injury. He's been <laughs> tough as over the past few weeks. They have won some games. I mean, the game in which they won against the Bears prior to the boy We, look, for a large parts of that game, it looked like the Bears were going to win that game as well. So I'm not getting carried away with this notion that they're going to win. They're going to win out. They're going to, to beat, the, as you said, they'd have to beat the Vikings and then they'd have to beat the Lions. That Lions game could be interesting come week eight. Then. But right now I just see a team that, there's so much, I wouldn't say conflict, but there's so many questions up in the air over how the season has progressed for them. Bearing in mind what was, what was expected of them. Uh, this week it's come out that Lafleur Flora wasn't doing the in-game management um, the same way in which he was doing last season. The preparation games for, for games this season were different to how he did it last year, so things just have gone awry for him this year. Where the Dolphins, despite the losses recently, they've been in those games. I mean, the lost of the Chargers in, in LA two weeks ago on Sunday Night Football. They had that game to win that game. It started, there was an opportunity to win the game near the end. They materialised. They, they could have won the game last week in Buffalo. They're losing games, but they're playing well. So, for me, at home, and they've been very good at home, more so than on the road, really efficient. Tyreek Hill, Waddle, Kiziki, a strong run game in of that went off for 165 yards last week in Buffalo, Green Bay's... Run defense has been shady all season. No, I see nothing but a Dolphins win. And I do believe they'll co- they'll cover that. Minus four and a half. I think
1: what's really interesting is you touched on the run game. And down in my notes here in front of me, I actually have Green Bay need to run the ball. um, Which is something they've really been struggling with this year for sure. It's the only way they're going to be able to conquer against the defense in... Miami it's very very strong these guys are big guys as well and they're not afraid to take them down and you can see Aaron Rodgers going to be the marked man 100% on Sunday.
0: Interesting off season ahead for Packers with Aaron Rodgers still be there next season there's a lot of talk that this season could be his last spin probably the same conversation that we've been hearing every year for the last 10 years but uh, another interesting off season ahead. Uh, I think
1: given the fact that Packers have been quite poor this year. They haven't had that, you know, full steam that they've normally come with every year. I think this may be the turning point for Rodgers that he will decide to leave. He doesn't want to go out in another year where it's just known for losses and for poor performance. Yeah, it's not the type where, of guy he is.
0: I agree, and especially with a division where Kevin O'Connell mm-hmm. as for sure head coach done so much for Vikings. They're in a strong position going forward uh, next season as well. The over under forty nine and a half. I'm going to say under. Um, I don't think it's going to be as high scoring as people think. I think the Dolphins will win. They'll cover, it, but I don't think they'll put up the amount of points that is expected of them in this game. And, and obviously with the Packers, I, I can't see them being able to put up 27, 28 points. The way they, the way they, they may. I suppose it's one of those games you reflect on. You look at offenses and they, they expect a big shootout, but I don't see. It.
1: Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. Given the fact that I've put Miami down for a field goal, I just really feel that this is not going to be a high-scoring game for sure.
0: Right, that's the three games covered before we we drop off. Any particular game of interest you want to call out for the weekend? Any other game that kind of
1: tickles your fancy? I have two games. Thursday Night Football, Jets and Jags. It has the makings of either a great game or a very poor game for sure. Um, And also the um, Eagles and Cowboys game. On Christmas Eve, that's going to be a Christmas interesting win,
0: especially with the news all week that Jane Hurts may not play. Um, and the line for this game was one and a half points at the start of the week. It's now Cowboys minus six, Ref- reflected on Gardner Minchu potentially being the starting quarterback for the Eagles. Interesting game. If it would have been even more interesting if the Cowboys had a held on last weekend in Jacksonville, they would be playing this game essentially to win and be top of the division. And bearing in mind where the Eagles have been all season. That would have been a really big game to see if the Cavs could turn them over, but it's a, it's a great game. For me, obviously, selfish point of view, Giants won last weekend. Going into Minnesota, there's a lot of permutations this weekend that could see the Giants clinch a playoff spot as early as week for every week sixteen. Imagine mean it's it's mad to think that you could be in the playoffs for two games to play, but they're going to Minnesota. And obviously, it's I think it'd be a great game anyway, and then obviously it'll be scoreboard watching to see how the commanders are getting on in san francisco and the seahawks are getting on in kansas city and the lions are getting on in carolina it has the making of another great weekend in the nfl we will be back next week where we'll be picking three games from week 17 to cover our initial thoughts on how this weekend went and obviously then any games we want to consider as the alternative for next weekend but for now christina thanks for your time as always look forward to next week
1: great thanks brian